0: I'm Helani Ellis, and this is the Exceptional Admins Podcast, where I invite admins, executives, and influencers to come together in an intimate setting. The world for administrative professionals doesn't just involve basic tasks. It includes an array of requests, challenges, and triumphs. During each episode, you'll be a witness to candid conversations and hear and join in on many, many laughs. And for those that know me, it wouldn't be complete without thought-provoking moments. The distinguished guests sharing time with us during each episode believe in the admin profession and have much to contribute to the greater good of executives, their admins, and organizations. Now, let's get to today's topic. Hi, everyone. I'm excited to share with you today one of my favorite resources. I personally use this product. I've been using it for many, many years, and I'm here to promote self-care, something we should all be thinking about. Rawdan and Fields. It's a skincare line. You've probably heard of it. It was founded by two amazing women, dermatologist experts, in 2000, and they are continually building a product line that invests in male female, and teens. And I'm sharing this product with you today because it's really important that we remember self-care. Sometimes it's just realizing that you've put wonderful cream under those dark eyes. You've boosted those lashes with their lash boost, or maybe you've got just a bit more glow in your skin. I highly suggest that you check them out. And I'm also bringing forward my girl, my girl Morgan, who takes care of me and she's been doing it for many years with the different products that they have in their product line. Morgan can be found at M-O-R-G-A-N-C-O-H-A-R-A dot M-Y-R-A-N-D-F dot com. So check her out. She's also on Instagram sharing a lot of great stories there. Tell her I sent you and Enjoy.
1: I feel like my brain has, was waiting for OneNote its whole life (laughs) because um, (laughs) it's such an organizing tool. It is. It is. I mean, I'm one of those people that has all the tabs open when I'm working and, you know,
0: Hello, everyone, and thank you for pulling up a chair or buckling into your car and turning on this episode. I have a great guest with me today. Her name is Kathy, and I'm not just going to be the host today, but I'm also going to be the student. We're going to be talking about OneNote, something that I know is very popular amongst administrative individuals. And when I was looking for a resource in this category to give us either a new channel of taking in a responsibility or elevating our current workflow if we're sort of toying with OneNote or even Trello, we'll have a hot moment of discussing that and its comparables to uh, OneNote. I'm very excited to have Kathy with me today, and she's in Chicago. I'm in Denver. And so, Kathy, thank you for spending some time with me today.
1: Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here.
0: So, I think it's always wonderful especially for me because I get to hear you your story before everyone else does when it releases. I'd really love to hear, you know, how your journey started within the administrative profession.
1: Absolutely. So I've always um when I was younger, I've always been very organized and, you know, um I'm a Virgo, but I from an early age and, and and an Enneagram one for anyone that follows that. But from an early age, um I would play office, you know, and I would set up my little desk and I loved office supplies. I had a little stapler, a notebook. And so that's just, I would be the one doing that versus outside running around and playing. Um, When I was a teenager, that movie Working Girl came out, um, which I loved, uh, you know, super powerful, you know, what we can accomplish as assistants. Uh Um, When I was younger, the movie Nine to Five was around when I was like eight. So I've always like had that in in my mind. But when I was, um, you know, later in high school, I thought, how can I bridge helping others? Because I really have a heart to serve others with my organizational skills. And I heard a commercial for this college that was near me. Uh, It still is. It was around since the 30s that specialized in bringing up assistants and training assistants. And that was like their main focus at that time. Um, and I thought, this is what I want to do. I had spent a year at college, um, but I went and went to Fox College and they they had really high standards, um, really gave me a great, great background. And then they had job placements. So it was kind mm. of like this no brainer. Mm-hmm. Um, so they they taught you, you know, typing, which I, of course, took in high school because that was back in the day. Me but too. they taught you all <laughs> of these great skills, you know, um, business and etiquette and just so many things. Um, so there was even financial classes. So anyway, uh, they placed me at um, Chase Bank, which at the time was the first National Bank of Chicago. Okay. And that was a great start to my career. And that was, um, I've been doing this for over 20 years, not to age myself. I was going to say um, you
0: do not look old enough for that. I was going to start to do the math on how old you might be when you talked about the movies. Um, okay. (laughs) All right. She looks young for her age, ladies and gentlemen. Okay. Keep going.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So, um, so yeah, that's where I started and I loved it from the start. Um, I did branch out, you know, I feel like as an assistant, um, now, the, the career now and being in the field now is super exciting because it's, it's a power position. Amen. To and you have, yeah. yeah, you have the, the eyes and ears of everybody. You are, you open the doors, you are that person. But back then it was, I feel like not looked at the same way. Mm-hmm. So I would get promoted all the time because I was doing, I was doing my job, but then I did anything I could to learn new skills. Mm-hmm. So you know, I would be promoted, so I went from being an assistant to being, you know, a desktop publishing specialist or a marketing nice. specialist. Mm-hmm. Um, but I always wanted to go back to the admin role. Like that is where I excel. That's what I love to do. Um, so, so yeah. So that's how I started, and that's how I'm. I am where I'm today. I
0: love that, and it's been a fun question I've been asking a lot lately. Is there anything that you would have told your younger professional self in the sense of advice?
1: Yes, yeah, so I feel like I followed my own advice because my main <laughs> advice is to absorb everything mm-hmm. and learn everything you can. So you mm-hmm. have such a great opportunity being an assistant. Um, there's always different projects to work on and lean into, and doing those things allowed me to expand my horizons and you know learn how to do business writing and marketing and writing copy and things like that. So it's made me a well-rounded assistant. So, I rely on all of those, you know, I'm always editing, I'm writing, I'm, you know, I just love that. So, that would be my advice is to absorb everything like a sponge. Yeah. And I'm so glad I did that. Um, so,
0: that's awesome. And I think for some of those listening, because I hear often we get stuck. And if, it's another episode I recorded a while ago, habits, goals, and boundaries. If we don't know what we're trying to grab towards, how do we set goals? And one of the words that I wrote down while you were talking was you are comfortable taking risks and maybe you don't view it that way. But as an outsider, you know, I don't know how to do the copywriting. I'm going to figure it out. And one of the neat things that is um, constant with all of the individuals I'm talking to is a starvation for more. And we can label that as growth. We can label that as evolution, um, both of which are positive and how we tailor that desire and give it, um, you know, some mile markers is really important. So I'm actually interested. I loved that you said business writing. I might bring that up later. I think for a lot of assistants, we view communication as verbal and forget that writing is an art. And I have two articles on my website kind of talking to basic admin support for having stronger writing composure. So I think that's wonderful. So for anyone listening that's thinking, that's interesting, go out there, take that leap and think about maybe growing your writing for the sake of, you know, taking on um, additional responsibility. So that's great. Um, One of the fun things in having this chance to spend some time with you is, I'm a huge novice. I know very little about OneNote. And I had a client in Wyoming I was working with and we did a one hour video meeting and she started sharing her screen mid-meeting so she could show me like what her habits are with using OneNote so that the assistant that would be joining her, if they either had it or would be excited to start learning how to do that because it was very time consuming for her to keep track of everything. And just as we all know, right, having a copy of yourself be it your assistant is very powerful. So why don't you maybe walk us through your, the time in which you realized, oh my gosh, this is like my absolute, I'm a master at this, or I want to be a master at this. So walk us through the story about how OneNote started to show up for you and how it is your everything.
1: Absolutely. So I feel like my brain has, was waiting for OneNote its whole life. Because um, (laughs) it's such an organizing tool. It is, it is. Yeah. I mean, I'm one of those people that has all the tabs open when I'm working and, you yeah. know, um, so OneNote I discovered a couple of years ago. Um, and before OneNote, I would have a running Microsoft Word document that I had my <laughs> whole <laughs> life in, you know, and it, it, I a call lot it of those out there relating to that. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yes. I would say it's my administrative manual, but it had like job aids in there. It had all my contacts. It had everything in there because you as an assistant, you need to have everything at your fingertips, you know, within seconds sometimes. Mm -hmm. So then I would do a search in my word for whatever I needed, you know, whether it was some contact or something like that. Mm -hmm. Um, So when uh, at my last position, we got, you know, OneNote and Teams all at the same time, they provided training on OneNote. I had never heard of it. Um, Didn't even know it was a Microsoft product. So when they provided the training, I was taking it and I was writing notes furiously. And I was thinking this can replace my outdated Microsoft Word that I've Mm -hmm. been using, but also other people can collaborate with me and I can share Mm -hmm. this. And I, my brain, it was just like, it was, I was blown away by what it could do. Mm -hmm. And so the trainer had um, said, you know, if you've never used OneNote, a really good thing to do is use it personally and create a notebook, you know, for your doctor's appointments or for your health or for your family Mm -hmm. and see what it can do. And so that's what I did. And it really showed me all of the things, all of its capabilities. And I'm, by the way, I'm still learning new things today of what it can do, but isn't that great? Yeah. Yeah, it really is. But it's my baseline. It is. I like to say, you know, I'm the driver, um, the steering wheel of where I'm going, that's my brain. But the vehicle, it's OneNote. Like that Mm -hmm. is my car. That's my transportation. I I use it all the time um, for everything I do in work, but also personally as well.
0: Mm -hmm. So having seen it um, from sort of like a commercial perspective and not used it, my husband actually uses it. He's in construction and he has his different projects for his clients teed up in different OneNote how do you use it with your executive?
1: Absolutely. So I have um, a notebook that's just for me and for him, and it has his action items or his to-do list, um, which I also keep for myself separately. So I have my own notebook. He has his. So in his, I have a tab for his travel. Um, I have a tab for his important meetings, which uh, materials can, for the meetings can go behind that. So when you think of OneNote, it's like a virtual binder, a virtual notebook with the tabs. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So his action items. I actually started my new position about ten months ago during the okay. pandemic. Oh wow. So hadn't had uh, FaceTime with my boss. We, you know, our interview was over the phone. So having OneNote something that he could access and I can access was great because we didn't have that in person. Yeah, Uh, We still are at home for the most part. We've seen each met a couple of times, but it is still what we use. So we meet twice a week. Um, I will share my screen with him. So if your manager doesn't even, if they don't use OneNote, you can still utilize it. You can still share it. You can, um, anything you do in there you can make into a pdf or a word or email but so i track his action items and then i check them off as as we talk about them and as he does them uh, one thing that's great about OneNote is it communicates with um, outlook so oh. you can create a task and assign it to somebody and then you can check it off um, either in OneNote or in outlook and it they communicate simultaneously so it's always syncing uh, you never have to save it. You can close out of it. And you don't lose things. So, yeah. Oh, that's fantastic. Because that's wonder- one of
0: the things I was wondering. You know, we can get very wrapped up in um, us type A's, very wrapped up in having information copied across multiple platforms so that like we don't forget something. But then we start to experience deja vu when we're looking in this tool and outlook and then one note over here. And again, mentioning, I don't know much about the product. So I'm excited to be a student during this time together. The fact that you can have that synchronization, you have a, I would say a mirror versus a shadow or versus a true copy. And so that you can make sure that nothing falls through the cracks. Leah made a really good comment. Once that she feels sometimes she's juggling glass balls and rubber balls with the work that we're doing with our candidates and our clients. And so with us, we happen to use Trello. I'm not on the office, Microsoft office platform. I use a lot of Google Slack, and then we use Trello for project management. We're able to create reminders so that it pops back up. We're able to create a commenting section. Walk me through kind of, cause this is an audio discussion. Give me some, a, um, it kind of try to see if you can describe what it might feel like for an assistant. So, let's say she's starting a new or he's starting a new workbook. Tell us what your habits are with kind of a new uh, setup that's called on you so that you can keep track of everything.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So, it's very simple. I keep things simple. Um, my action items, it's a, basically a table with four columns. I want things to be actionable. So, my to dos, it says, Instead of to-do, it's like, what's the outcome do you that you want? and what's Ooh, the details? I like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. What are the details? What do you need to do to get there? Any extra notes is a third column. My last column is to-do, and I check it off when it's done. And um, OneNote has tags that you can check off when it's done. You could search on tags to see what you still have to do or what you've completed. Um, so... Yeah, that's how I kind of started off. Super simple, OneNote has templates. So it has actually three different to-do templates. It has a simple one, which is what I like, um, one that's prioritized and one that's project oriented. So you don't even have to really know anything about OneNote, you could just plop in a template and and you're good to go. So that's like the backbone is this Mm -hmm. action item. Everything else stems from there. Uh, What I love about OneNote is you can link to different sections. So if I have, you know, my travel tab for my boss, one of my items is to book his flights. I can link to that page and I have my running list of his travel. Um, Okay. Okay. Yeah. I have all of the travel preferences all in one place. So everything is kind of in this living notebook and I pull from there.
0: Can you make customizable templates?
1: Um, Can you create a template? You can, you can save something as a template if you've Ooh. created something you like, but, um, they, they have pretty, there's a lot of templates, um, mm-hmm. there's financial templates, business templates. So the one I like the best is the to do, but they mm-hmm. have many more. Than that.
0: And can you, what, do you know what applications beyond a desktop computer you can run it from?
1: Yeah, there's an app for your phone, um, Excellent. which I have on my phone. Um, you can do an iPad. That's what my boss, he'll pull it up on his iPad. Great. Um, yeah. So it's very across different platforms that you can use it and everything's stored on the cloud. So like I said, you could just close out of something and it's saved. Mm-hmm. If I'm on my phone and I need to remember something and I'm not at my desktop, I write it down. I don't eat, I don't do anything else. It's our, it's in the cloud. So mm-hmm. I don't have to worry about it.
0: One of the things I was talking about with clients in 2018 is to get, and I still do today here in 2021 to get executives away from texting brain dump just <clears throat> brain dump ideas and one of my clients said well that's what works best for me i said so let's think about your assistant you send something on monday at noon it's thursday And they captured, you know, uh, cryptic notes, but now they realize they need to go back and read everything that you said in that because copy and paste maybe wasn't necessary. It wasn't hot at the time. and Now it's hot. He or she, the assistant has to scroll through every other text to find that message from Monday at noon. And so do you find with OneNote, because you can tab it out, you can create independent notebooks based on concentration, whether it's travel or board of directors, that it saves you time in
1: having to find things? Absolutely. Um, the search function is is wonderful, but also um, it's really great because um, one of my favorite quotes is from David Allen, uh, the author of Getting Things Done, oh. where he says, you know, write it down. That's one of the main principles, get it out of your head, because if you don't, you're not gonna be able to concentrate on anything else. That's what I do with the one note. One note is my brain dump. You know, yes. um, I think he said your head's a crappy office, you know, it doesn't <laughs> give you the ability to regenerate, um, which so is true. true. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, um, so yeah, with, and with the, the boss that likes to text and do those things, they can do the brain dump right into one note too. Um, yeah.
0: Do you find oh. then, because when I've talked to clients, cause for the assistants, you know, we're working in a very rapid fashion. And I always say you are allowed a two minute lag time from the rapid behavior your executive has so you can catch up, but also not miss something. Right. And also, working in so many areas at any given time, compartmentalization actually saves us time, which for me, my replacement word for time is where are we putting our energy? right? For the example I was giving, if she is, or he is scrolling for that text, that energy output is a waste of energy, which connects to we're wasting time. Mm -hmm. And so I I was actually, I wrote down, do you believe that when you share your screen with your executive to go through everything that you are in a position of leadership and you're managing up during that moment because you're
1: telling the executive what's going on? Absolutely. I'm planning the agenda for the meeting. So he doesn't have to think about it. You know, that's really it. So that I'm highlighting what we need to talk about, what we need to focus on. Um, So absolutely, it's a leadership role and, but also saving him time and me time. Um, So yeah, I, and I, that's what I love doing is saving. I love being efficient. I love Mm -hmm. saving everybody time, but getting things done. That's Mm -hmm. something that drives me.
0: (laughs) And I love that. And a lot of the times executive assistants, administrative individuals to generalize it, you know, they're looking for those opportunities to manage up. Um, They're also looking for, and I'm trying to think of a different word, but authority, if you will, or executive composure, where they have a different listening ear of their executive that does put them in a position of leadership as an assistant, because we can... Um, offer leadership behavior that we think we don't have. Um, When we're managing up and we're using a tool like OneNote, and I'm thinking out loud, so I'd love to get your feedback. Because it's not Kathy telling the executive what to do. It's a collective visual source of OneNote. Like we're both looking at the agenda. We're both looking at the list together versus just you, excuse the term, mouthing off like this is what you need to do. Do you think that helps you to respect each other? Do you think that helps you continue to work towards the common goals of those tasks? Because there's a third party, be it OneNote, that's telling you both what's going on. What thoughts do you have?
1: Absolutely. I I completely feel that it is it is a great tool in that way. Um, and also if the executive is using OneNote the same way I am, um, they can see in advance what's on the agenda because I keep that it's a running list. Um, you know, so they can educate themselves before we meet if, you know, they need to to do anything or look at their schedule for anything or they can bring what they need to the table. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I think it's kind of like it's it's a, just kind of a great cheat sheet almost. Like, what are we going to talk about today? You know, here it is. It's this living document, and they can add to it as well.
0: Mm-hmm. I find yeah. when I am having candidate calls and they're walking me through their journey as an admin, whether, you know, seasoned like us or new to this career, they want to be able to show up, um, have a voice, earn trust. And you made a great point earlier, which I'm a huge advocate on, is writing stuff down. It's just so powerful. Um, And that doesn't mean I'm Post-it Notes and you got 25 Post-it Notes on your desk writing in a repository location that is great for organization, which OneNote is. For those that are listening and they're like, God, this sounds amazing, but my executive is not going to fly with it. What advice do you think you could give that one would help them take that risk that keeps them a bit more buttoned up in their role, but then maybe could ease into showing their executive or executives this tool that makes them more efficient. Do you have any
1: wisdom on that? Um, Absolutely. At my last role, I worked for the CEO of the company, Mm -hmm. a very busy person, traveled a lot. And I told him the benefits of OneNote after I'd taken that training and learned it and rolled it out. And I said, you know, I'd love for you to start using this with me. And I showed him the basics, all he needed to know. And then we started just using it and he would keep it on one of his monitors and he never closed it. So when I updated it, it would be up there. So he never had to think and he saw the benefit of it. We used to communicate via email um, oh my gosh, before yeah. OneNote. And I would—I knew I only had him for a page of an email. If, That's right. If that. That's you right. only have a few things. So with OneNote, I could send him a link that brought him oh. to the notebook. And he loved that because he would be traveling, he'd be on his iPad, and he could just go there and see what what was up, what the action items were, and he could respond back. You could also use a stylus with, he would use the stylus with his um, iPad, and he would write handwritten notes to me.
0: Into the OneNote that mm-hmm. you, oh, yeah. I love one that. Note.
1: Yeah, so he saw the benefit. I showed him the like the benefits of it, and then he saw in action how it worked, and he he was on board. So I always say if he could do it, any executive
0: can do. I think the magic words that you said that I'm a huge fan of, and I theme with me often is, as I just mentioned, kind of time and energy. If you tell your executive, I want us to test a tool that will save us time. I can't imagine someone's going to say, nah, I like it the way we're doing it. They'll be like, okay, show me something. Right. And so then obviously the risk is, oh my God, the pressure is totally on your shoulders. How do you sell it like a commercial for an upcoming movie or a new product that you've hooked them in the first exposure? I mean, let's think about our Instagram, right? We're getting the same, you know, for me specifically, this amazing um Christian-based clothing line. I just bought some great sweaters. It kept showing up. I was like, oh, I love that sweater. And like then I clicked on it and then I bought a shirt and then I bought a sweater, bought one for my girlfriend. And so you kind of have to have soft touch points with it before you're like, I got to have that. So how do you roll out to your executive just enough to not overwhelm, but to get them building excitement for it? And I think that you mentioned a great way to do that is play with it yourself, as you mentioned at the beginning, right? Just kind of figure out how it works into your flow. um, And then you optimize yourself and then say, okay, here's our first touch point with it. Here's a link, click on the link and just look, no response required. Any other Mm -hmm. tips for that strategy to release it, roll it out?
1: Yeah. So we didn't go from uh, emailing straight to OneNote. We kind of eased into it. And as far as I would still do the email, but then I would have the link above the text. So he could see, oh, I can just click on this link versus I'm going through this whole email. Um, Also, his travel itineraries would all be in OneNote. So then, oh, wait, if I click this other link, I can see my hotel info, the flight info, my boarding pass, like everything's there. So I showed him kind of how easy it was by including the links, but I would also include the hard copies. You know, here's your boarding pass still, but you could just go here and get it. Mm-hmm. And he found it's better to just click one link versus opening all these other PDFs. And, you know, I
0: love so. that quick question. Yeah. Cause you yeah. mentioned Outlook earlier, mm-hmm. if in the calendar, you know, you've got a trip Boston to Chicago, do you throw the OneNote link in the calendar again for another location for it to be accessible since you said there's um, integration?
1: I do. I like to include things in many different places. Um, just. So it's everywhere. So yes. (laughs) Okay. But then the (laughs) neat thing is, is that the document is the fixed
0: place. It's that cloud benefit. Okay. Exactly. Can you put reminders into OneNote?
1: Oh, yeah. You Ooh, can do reminders. Gold you right can, yeah. I love using Outlook Tasks and, mm-hmm. you know, setting a reminder, the customized, you know, putting the due date in and all of that. It has it in OneNote. It's at the top in the toolbar. You can that what I really love about OneNote is it's a Microsoft product. So it's just we're used to it and it's like Outlook and it's yeah. like Word. It, you can um, you can put a table into OneNote and it will sync, you know, um, that's awesome. from Outlook. Mm-hmm. Um, I do my grocery, my meal planning, and Outlook now, um, or not Outlook, OneNote. Sorry, OneNote. Um, yeah, yeah. So everything is in is in OneNote. It's it's just really simplified my life.
0: Do you remember discovering as you continued to learn it, and maybe it was in the day uh, days following the session? Because now you've got this peaked interest in like this is gonna like change the game for me in a great way. Is there a tip that you've discovered that is not obvious to a new user of OneNote that you can drop that golden nugget right here?
1: Yeah, well with so I take minutes for meetings, um mm-hmm. I take notes and a function a function of Outlook is that at the top it'll say OneNote. It's a little, you know, little um, icon. Mm-hmm. You click it and it will bring it into OneNote and it brings all the information from that meeting. Mm-hmm. So you have, if there was an attachment, you have the attendees. So when I also do roll call for meetings. So when I do that, it brings everything into OneNote as its own page and it has all the attendees I and it has a checkbox next to them. So I check them off as they join the meeting and then I take my meeting notes right there. So if there was an agenda, it's all in one place. And then for people that don't have OneNote, when I'm done taking the notes, I make it a PDF and I send it to everybody. Um, awesome. So that's a really great tip that I, um, I found that out by it accident. I don't even know how I found (laughs) that functionality.
0: I believe it's an add-on, like if you attach a a Zoom account to your Outlook, or I Mm -hmm. guess for right now it's Teams you guys would use for virtual meetings. Um, Okay, perfect. All right. Um, Can you think of a success story where, you know, as we've been building excitement on OneNote for the listeners that is maybe not travel related. And if it is, that's great Um, Mm -hmm. for the assistant to think I'm struggling with maximizing my time on that. That was what I needed to hear that I'm going to start figuring out this tool. Mm -hmm. Do you have a success story?
1: Well, I have a lot of different success (laughs) stories, but one of them, um, I would do our event planning for our quarterly offsite meetings that I'm traveling to. And a typical day would be meeting all day, Then we have team building in the afternoon and a dinner at night. So that's a really long day. Mm -hmm. Uh, Before OneNote, I would print out the contracts with the hotel, and with the caterer and all of these things. I would have a hard copy of a binder with me. Mm -hmm. Um, Once I had OneNote, it was all on my phone and I didn't have to carry around because I had to have like a special briefcase to hold all these papers because then I'm trying to speak with people and host Mm -hmm. the meeting and Mm -hmm. take notes and I have this big binder. So um, I really love that. Um, and then if I need any of my contacts, like everything's in there, it's like having a little Bible on my phone. Um, personally, I keep all of my daughter's medications on there. So when I go, you know, you're always asked what medications is your kid taking? Um, I don't know. Medical names are hard. You know what I mean? I can't even pronounce them. So I have it in one note. I pull it up and I'm like, here it is. And I look like I'm super organized. (laughs) So So
0: true. I have found often also that those who are organized and compartmentalized with their organization, that's color coding and the tabs and the different notebooks, we don't realize it, but we display a characteristic about ourselves that earns the trust of others. Mm -hmm. And I had an assistant who I was coaching in 2020. And I said, walk me through, you know, how you show up in the office when you're like Walking around and checking on everyone. She's like, Well, one of the things I'm struggling with, Halahani, is that I hope you could help me. Is, you know, I realize I've left my office and I don't have a notepad to write anything on. So I'll walk into the neighboring office to grab a Post it note and a pen to write down what that person I just bumped into needs. And I thought, You are without full trust of your team members because you're not walking around with a notepad to track it and then not lose that post-it note or the post-it note, you know, uh, become an absent-minded thought thereafter to your point of that, which I absolutely love. I've actually been doing a lot of research on the power of writing things down versus typing only. Um, mm-hmm. So it's really great. And, and I share that here kind of at the end because... If we're struggling with an executive that's a new relationship or the times in which we're all living or causing some challenge, maybe bringing this tool in will help an executive realize that they do have control of everything that's going on, even though we have a sense of lack of control with business and life. Um, mm-hmm. Any closing thoughts or wisdom on this
1: for our listeners? You know, I think if you haven't used OneNote, start small and, you know, maybe create a personal OneNote or one just for your to-dos and then... You can kind of see how much it can do. Um, And if you have a team of assistants, um, I have a OneNote I'm working on to share with the team uh, with, you know, we can share knowledge together, resources, contacts, job aids. You know, it's really it's endless and everyone can add to it. So it's not just you doing it. You know, everyone has something to contribute. Mm -hmm. So I think that that's really powerful when assistants help assistants.
0: I think that's fantastic. I'm talking to a university right now. They've got 30 assistants and we're putting together a coaching workshop plan for myself to coach them and them to be attendees. And they're working on, you know... Tightening up their communication. And I'm wondering if they're using OneNote. And so I'll be curious to share that knowledge with them and then this resource of this episode with you. The biggest thing I want to say for those that are inspired by this discussion is the answer will always be no, or the answer will be that doesn't work for me if you don't try. And so you have to absolutely, and I love that you've promoted start small because us type A's and very highly organized people, we want to have a big plan and we want to have all the parts of the plan. And sometimes that actually stops us from taking a micro step. And so I'm really excited that that naturally uh, came as your closing wisdom because those thinking about it are like, yeah, why not just kind of test it out? Maybe for my meal planning that you're doing or, uh, mm-hmm. and they can try it out personally. Uh, Kathy, this was so wonderful. I'm excited that we were able to coordinate this time and have this
1: discussion for others to listen in on. Thank you so much, Alania. This was all my pleasure.
0: I don't even know where to begin. We covered so much thought provoking laughter and just great conversation. Remember you're the reason you get up every day and work as hard as you do, do things for you, your executive and your organization. And remember it's all worth it.